0: Good morning, Oregon, and happy Hanukkah. It's Monday, December 19th. This is Beth Sulvick with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Next year, a notable number of mayors in Portland's suburbs will be women. The trend is particularly significant in Washington County, where the newly elected mayors of Forest Grove and Tigard will join sitting female mayors in Beaverton, North Plains, King City, and Banks. Together, they'll hold half of the 12 mayoral seats countywide. In Clackamas County, three of 14 mayor seats will be held by women come January, in addition to one vacancy. Lawyer Lisa Beatty won a nail-biter of a race to be Milwaukee's next mayor, winning with 49.7% of the vote compared with her opponent's 49.5%, the merest hair over what would have been necessary to trigger a recount. She'll join Oregon City Mayor Denise McGriff and Wilsonville Mayor Julie Fitzgerald, In West Lynn, Mayor Jules Walter, first elected in 2020, is resigning to join the Oregon House of Representatives, with a special election set to replace her in May. In Gladstone, Mayor Tammy Stemple lost re-election in a progressive wave that also ousted her allies. In Yamhill County, McMinnville also will have a female mayor, Remy Drabkin. But in Multnomah County, only the tiny city of Maywood Park, which has fewer than 1,000 people, has a female mayor. Federal and statewide elections in Oregon, meanwhile, this year also featured a preponderance of female candidates and winners, including Governor-elect Tina Kotek and Christina Stevenson, the incoming Labor Commissioner. The state's congressional delegation of eight will now include four women, with Republican Lori Chavez de Remer and Democrats Val Hoyle and Andrea Salinas joining Representative Suzanne Bonamici, who had been the lone woman in the state's delegation for a decade. A statewide tax break under what's known as the Enterprise Zone program gives big tax breaks to profitable companies such as Amazon that build warehouses. It expires in 2025, and some advocates don't want it to come back. If lawmakers disagree, they'll need to renew the program in advance, most likely during the legislative session that begins next month. Watchdogs who oppose the tax break say Oregon is offering big giveaways to warehouses that couldn't go anywhere else because they need to be close to their customers. Amazon's $180 million Troutdale warehouse, for example, occupies 74 acres of industrial land formerly home to a Reynolds and Alcoa aluminum smelter. The company has received incentives worth $8.7 million for that 855,000 square foot facility in just the past three years. And an analysis of local tax records by the Oregonian Oregon Live found Amazon has collected more than $15 million in property tax savings on its warehouses in the Portland area and Salem since 2019. Other warehousing and transportation companies have saved an additional $4 million. The tax breaks offer property tax incentives to large employers. Warehouses in urban and suburban areas are eligible for the incentives for three to five years, so long as they build in designated areas in order to create jobs. The properties become major taxpayers when the incentives expire. Multnomah County will ban the sale of flavored nicotine products starting in 2024 under a new ordinance county commissioners approved last week, capping a multi-year effort to make a dent in youth vaping and health disparities. Unless a court blocks the ban, it will start in January 2024, And Multnomah County retailers will be barred from selling any cigarettes, vape products, chewing tobacco, or synthetic nicotine products that have any flavor besides tobacco. The ban also includes menthol cigarettes. Multnomah County is the second in Oregon to vote to ban flavored nicotine products. Washington County commissioners passed a similar ordinance last year, but its ban never went into effect. A Washington County circuit judge ruled in September that any ban must be statewide. But Washington County officials are challenging that ruling, and Multnomah County officials decided it wouldn't stop them from pursuing their own. As of October 1, nearly 90 local governments have already banned flavored nicotine and tobacco products entirely, according to the American Non-Smokers' Rights Foundation. 71 of them are in California, and the rest are in Colorado, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Montana, and New York. The World Cup final drew hundreds of Argentine soccer fans to Nico's Cantina in Portland's Cully neighborhood Sunday, when the South American team beat France 4-2 in a dramatic penalty shootout. It was the country's first World Cup win since 1986. So even though the festivities started Sunday at 7 a.m., fans celebrated wildly, thanks to organizers from a group called Argentinos in Portland. Restaurant owner Nico Vergara said his cantina, which has been open for less than three months, welcomed fans for all World Cup games, many of which started at 7 a.m. Vergara has Chilean and Mexican roots, but Chile didn't make the World Cup, and Mexico lost early. So he connected with Argentinos in Portland and hosted them for Tuesday's semifinal, when about 25 people showed up. About 200 people stood shoulder-to-shoulder Sunday to squeeze into the cantina for the final game. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to oregonlive.com slash podsupport.